And we're live in five, four, three, two. You've already started. I already started, yeah. Yeah. I don't feel like that was as funny as you thought it was. It definitely wasn't. If only we counted down last week. And by counted down, I mean plugged in the microphone properly. (laughs) (laughs) And by plugged in the microphone properly, I mean you should have checked it. I mean, I didn't have to check the last two weeks and it worked fine. Somehow this is your fault. Anyway, it's fine. We're back. We're back. And we have a two good beans movie. Two Beans is back. We have a better movie to talk about this week. It's been ages now because it's been, what, like almost three weeks? Yeah. Since the last one. Uh, I already said to you, we talked about Uncharted last week. I refuse to touch anymore on that movie. No, we're not touching on that anymore. That movie is a literal piece of cardboard. I fucking... I didn't hate the movie. It just annoys me that it's nothing. But it's fine. I don't want to talk about it. Um, Anything exciting happened to you in the last three weeks? Um, Watched a pretty good movie. Um, Yeah, same. Jackass. No, not that one. I didn't mention Jackass last time, I don't think, when when we talked about Uncharted. Uh, But I only realized because I was last night, I was doing my... um, So every year, I make a list of all the movies I've seen from that year and then like up just sim- just cinema just the, cinema movies? This the, is fly. Well no, any movies I watched that came out that year. So if I watched it this year but it came out last year, it doesn't count. Okay. It's just movies that came out this year. Uh and I just uh review them on Letterboxd when I watch them and then I add them to that list and I just pile it up throughout the year. And then I just adjust it and I get my my ranking of all the movies from that year at the end. Uh, spoilers, the movie we're going to talk about is number one so far. Um, competition, not that. It's yeah, pretty no. stiff. I mean, there's a few movies coming out this year that could... Uh, so at the moment, off the top of my head, it's... I guess spoilers. I liked Batman. Um, hot take. Batman's a good movie. Um, so at the moment, I think Batman's sitting at number one. Uh, number two is Jackass. And then I think the rest is Scream, Uncharted, and Death on the Nile. I think that's it at the moment. It's did, only five. Did um, Don't Look Up come out last year or this year? Don't Look Up. The one with Jennifer Lawrence and Jonah Hill and... Last year. Okay. Uh, I, I completely forgot what that well, even was. I don't even know if it's Look Up or Don't Look Up because it's like two big... It's, it's Don't. Okay. Don't do it. Don't watch the movie. It's mid. It's... Yeah. I, it's fucking odd, nominated for Best Picture. Like, have you seen the graphic that Rotten Tomatoes did of, like, all the movies and their, their ratings, all the That's Best fun. Picture nominees? And they're all, like, certified fresh. They're all, like, 75 plus. And then they just don't look up, which is, like, a 43. That's, like, why is it nominated? It's not that good. It's It was so up its own ass, that movie. Yeah. Did we talk about it at any point? Probably not. I don't think so. Don't really need to. I may have briefly mentioned it in the Spider-Man episode. Season's greetings. Is that what it says on it? Did it say season's uh, greetings? I think it's, gal- it's galaxy's, galaxy's greetings. greetings. That makes a lot of sense. Um, galaxy's greetings. Yeah. We're just making a collection of Grogu's. Gonna have, I'm going to get a shelf in this rented <laughs> just apartment. For Grogu. <laughs> just Grogu shelf. Karis will love that. Yeah. She will absolutely adore that if you do the that. The Grogu shelf. Oh, so yeah, we will discuss it later. I was going to say something about to do with Mandalorian. I think you know what. Um, anyway, what else? Uh, Peacemaker, I finished that, which I mentioned last week as well. 
Um, that's really good. I, I like that a lot. Um, you haven't seen that yet, but you also haven't seen Suicide Squad. No. The new one. The Suicide Squad. Uh, which I feel like you don't have to see it, but it enhances the show if you do. Yeah, like, like, it makes the show better if you watch it. It's like if you go to the first. Red Rooster on Canterbury Road, that enhances all the other Red Roosters you've ever been to. Uh, can we not talk about the Red Rooster on Canterbury Road just quickly? It's... No, let's talk about Red Rooster on Canterbury Road just quickly, okay? I've been there once. Well, I probably went there when I was a kid because I lived in Surrey Hills, but uh, I've been there once. Um, it was on the way to go look at uh, Christmas lights, which, you know, that should be a fun experience. Yeah. And it was. It was quite a good – it was a nice night. Went and looked at Christmas lights. This was like three years ago. Went and looked at Christmas lights. Um, and then on the way back, we were like, damn, we should go get some chips from Red Rooster. Which like, why wouldn't you? Red Rooster chips? Red Rooster chips. The goat. Supposedly. I've, I don't know. It depends on my mood because they're very aggressive with their salt, which sometimes is good. That's a good thing. Sometimes it's a bit much. Uh, I actually think Hungry Jack's, since they updated their chips. New Hungry Jack's. New Hungry Jack's. Very good. Hungry very, Japs. very good. New Hungry, Hungry Jacks. Jacks. <laughs> the new one is definitely goated with the sauce. Yep. Uh, without sauce as well, I reckon. Uh, and then <laughs> Macca's chips is like third. Yeah. Uh, anyway, yeah. when to get Red Rooster chips, thinking, this will be a great idea. Yeah. Um, we got two large chips. Neither of them had salt on them. We? Who's we? Neither <laughs> of them. No comment. Neither of them had salt on them. Neither of the chips. Not a single bit of salt. Not like a little bit. Not me exaggerating. No salt. So they just didn't put salt on our chips. Um, and at that point, we were too pissed off. We just didn't go back to argue it. But I didn't eat the chips. It was disgusting. So I threw them out. Anyway. Didn't have salt at home? Well, yeah, but it's just not the same. No, And also, by the time you get home... Like, from there, it's it would have been a 15-minute drive. Yeah. drive. By the time you get home, they're cold yeah. and they're soggy. And I think um, the person I was with said, they were, oh, let's just put them in the microwave. I was like, no. Not the same. No. I'm not putting chips in the microwave. I have self-respect. That makes it even worse. It does, because then they're saltless soggy. chips. And saltless. If you had, like, an air fryer, maybe. Yeah, air fryer would be it's okay. It's almost before the air fryer revolution, though, wasn't it? It was. It was before air fryers were big. They existed. Yeah, I mean, they existed. Obviously. But... There's been a real the revolution. Air revolution. <laughs> the air fry revolution. It sound like a fucking world war. <laughs> Two beans, episode six, the air fry revolution. <laughs> that is what I'm calling Featuring it. Batman. So let's get right into it now, okay? You actually just want to get right into it. We spent Nothing six else? minutes of... You haven't watched anything else? I you mean, haven't we played can, anything else? We can touch on anything else later. We briefly discussed the fact that you'd finished Pokemon, I think. Yeah, I finished the story. Yeah. I'm just shining hunting now. I haven't actually mm. finished the... um. That was one thing that we didn't talk about last week that I thought afterwards we should have talked about. Um, your thoughts on the new Pokemon game, uh, yeah, so, the announcement. I mean, there's not much to talk about. It's called, there's Pokemon Violet, Pokemon Scarlet. Not much to go on other than that's what they're called. It looks like it's going to be set in like, set in like Spain, Portugal, sort of like themed um, map. Um which is fun. Which is fun. And they've got the starters. They've got little Quaxley, who's a little ducky dude. Got Fuecoco, who's a little Fuecoco apple is probably slash my favorite. pepper. It's a chili. chili. It's not an apple. Yeah. Um, Fuck off. Capsicum. So an apple. Capsicum. Um, yeah. What was that? A capsicum. What was that? Say it again. Capsicum. Am I saying it wrong? There's Sprigatito, which is a little green cat. 
And there's a cap capsicum. C A P S I C U M. Capsicum. Yeah, no, it looks cool. I mean, I said I think this is the point where I have to just dip out of it. Um, because Arceus I really like. I've played 12 hours of it, and I haven't played it for the last three weeks. Like, I I don't know. I just have no... I can't get into Pokemon games anymore. That's weird, because I used to love them as a kid. But, uh... Because they're made for kids. Yeah, I know, but they're just... I think the problem is they're very, um... For me, they either feel too repetitive, or, like, there's too much going on. Which is kind of my issue with Arceus. There's a lot happening. There's a lot happening in that game. And I don't give a fuck about the story, like, at all. This is why I've been really struggling to play um, Horizon Zero Dawn. I'm trying to play the first one because um, the second one looks really fun. Yeah. And apparently it is really fun. And the first one is fun. But I don't give a fuck about the story. I'm skipping, like, most (laughs) of the dialogue because I'm like, this is so boring. I just want to go fight Big Monster, you know? Big monster go brr. Big robot dinosaur go brr. But like, it's so, yeah. It. I kind of hate when a story is just uninteresting. And like, it feels like when it, I'm okay with a game having no story. I hate when a game has an uninteresting story that it shoves down your throat. Yeah, I get you. Like um, Cyberpunk, for example, like I really liked the story in that. And I know some people didn't, but it's like, you can kind of get around it. Yeah. Like, there's a lot to do. you can. There's a lot to do, mm. and like, yeah, like if you like, really want to, you can get around it. Like a lot of those actual proper open world games, you can. Well, the thing is, a lot of the proper open world games I like, I actually like the story, like yeah. Ghost of Tsushima and Batman. Which, by the way, I tried to re-download after um, seeing Batman, and my internet wasn't working. No, so unlucky. Couldn't get it. Uh, Maybe and it's a sign you should finish the other games uncharted. you haven't played yet. Huh? Maybe it's a sign you should finish the other games you haven't played yet. Mm. Maybe I should finish Uncharted first. I've, I, but it's like, why though? Like, I've played Uncharted. Why do I need to finish it? I've played it. You know what happens? Well, Tom Holland. Uh, he uh, puts down some fake coordinates. No, I genuinely cannot remember what happened in that movie. Um, I, was so a, the end it was the pirate ship, right? The pirate ships. Okay. And that's where the gold was. Why didn't they just... Okay, No. I know we said we weren't going to talk about Uncharted. I can't remember anything from Why that didn't movie. they put the first pirate ship down before they went and tried to chase the other pirate ship? I don't know. Because one, you guarantee yourself one of the pirate ships. It's and, just a 50-50 split. And two... Now you have nothing. And you're also dead. Two, you can fly a helicopter that isn't carrying a pirate ship around so much faster than the dickhead who's got a pirate ship is trying to escape you. Mm. They're not escaping you at all. Like, you've, there's no chance they're escaping you. I don't know what no. the fucking... I mean, it was just a stupid movie. It was a... And again, so boring. I just don't remember anything that happened in it. Not boring. Because things were happening. It was just... There was no character to it. There's no charm no. to it. It just didn't... You know. Anyway, speaking of character and charm... Um, I think we could just get into it. Cleveland Cavaliers All-Star Center, Jared Allen, has suffered a fractured finger and expected to be sidelined indefinitely. That's a huge blow for Cavs. Oh. The Cavs were up for the playoffs. That's not and like, good. It's a fractured finger. That could be a very short injury. It could be very, also very, very long. long. Fuck. Like, that is not ideal. They could. Like, I genuinely don't really care about the Cavs, but that's not good for them. He's hugely important for their interior. Oh, yeah. He's a good player. 
Would you say he's their best, or is Garland a little bit better? I'd say Garland's probably a little bit better. Mobley's I mean, at least they've, they've got best. Mobley, which yeah. is good, because then he can just go in for Jarrett, but still, not ideal. Jarrett Allen's a big uh, fantasy. Big loss for them. Player two. Um, anyway. Anyway, that's breaking news right now. Anywhere. Breaking news, except that by the time the podcast comes out, it's not really... Breaking. Breaking. If it was Speaking live, it'd be breaking. Jared Allen. <laughs> Speaking of breaking, remember in The Dark Knight Rises when Bane breaks Batman's back? Remember that? Let's not talk about Dark Knight Rises. Let's Pretty talk cool. about The Batman. Straight off the bat, I'm just going to say, Straight I'll give my Batman. verdict now. Shut up. I'm going to give my verdict now, which is I'm giving it a very solid 9 out of 10. Uh... Before we go into spoilers, that's what I'm doing. I'm saying it's a 9 out of 10. I highly recommend it. I would love to say that we could do a non-spoiler review first, but I'm going to accidentally spill something. If you haven't seen it yet, just go watch it. You shouldn't be listening to this. Why are you spending an hour listening to us rather than watching The Batman? Go watch it. Go watch The Batman. It's so fucking good. Featuring Robert Pattinson. It's so You're not sponsored by The Batman. Not Rob Pattinson. Oh, okay. That's better. Give me 20 bucks. I don't know why. <laughs> he, just tra- oh, he just transferred me 20 bucks for that. Yeah. That's cool. Um, Through UpBank. He's now about to promote <laughs> UpBank. Have you been doing the little, you've been doing the little saving game? I haven't actually. Save little bits. I know how to save. I have. I, I actually just have self-control usually. I've been doing the saving game. You have no self-control though. Correct. Almost spent another 100 bucks on Lego today. I do have self-control. Spent 25 instead. Your self-control is a wife. So. Yeah. Well, and a shared bank account. Future wife. So I can't steal money. Give it a go. I can give it a go, but like. She's pretty smart. She is smarter smart. than you. Smarter than me. <laughs> if I try to steal money, she's probably already stolen it. That's true. She's a, that, she hasn't gone to uni. She's taken her bets and run. Yeah, no, she's, she's gone. She's gone. Good on her. Good riddance. Anyway, uh, yeah, I highly recommend the movie. Go watch it. We're going to spoil it. So don't listen to this. And final thing, before the spoilers, we'll start after this sentence. I'm giving it a 10 out of 10. That's a bit cool. Spoilers start now. Okay, so so that bit where Batman took his mask off, right? Yeah. As Robert Pattinson, he takes his mask off um, and then starts just reading the Declaration of Independence to Vin Diesel. That was weird. (laughs) That was weird, yeah. That was weird. Um, I did like the part where Zoe Kravitz... um, Tied her shoes up. Um, I preferred the part when she had kittens. I okay. <laughs> so we are actually going to talk about this movie properly. Yeah. But when we were watching it, uh, the first time her cats popped up, you just go kitty. <laughs> like because yeah, you you're watching. Because the through... thing is, it was a pretty. So y- you compare it to say like Spider Man, where you know like everyone's talking and like there's cheering and clapping, and it's very like. It feels like an attraction. It's like Batman wasn't like that. It's like, because it's a very serious movie, I guess. It's like everyone was just very like clued in, focusing, watching the movie. There's no talking at all, which I loved. Like everyone was really quiet and it was just like how a movie should be. Fucking loved it. Um, But yeah, the, you said like three things in the movie and I think two of them were you saying kitty. So, because the other time you said it was at the end when... She was like getting on her bike with the cat. You were like, "Oh, kitty!" And I was like, "What the fuck's wrong with you?" Like, <laughs> we get it. Kitty. You like cats, we know. It's like, a kitty. Thanks. Um, 
yeah, look, where do you start? I mean, actually, I know where to start. So Robert Pattinson as Batman. Where are you putting him against every other bat- live-action Batman? Because he's my favorite. He's definitely up there. It's just bailing him. As Batman, as Batman. he is my favorite. Yep. I still think Bruce Wayne, Bruce, yep. for now, Christian Bale is still ahead. He's not a great Bruce Wayne, but that's... I mean, not like that he's not He not is, bad. but they it's just, just like, don't do anything with him, not what which the is okay. Is, yeah. This iteration of Batman is more focused on doing the Batman side of things. Like, the Dark Knight trilogy is more focused on doing the Wayne side of things. Wayne and Batman, but this one's just, like, the Batman. There's, yeah. like, a very small amount of, oh, yeah, he's Bruce Wayne, but, like... He's in that Batman suit 90% of the he's, movie. He's Bruce Wayne to, like, pretend... Like, like there's parts where he doesn't have to be in that suit, and he is. Yeah. Like when he goes to see um, the Penguin the first time? Yeah. Like probably doesn't have to be in the Batman suit. Like you're Bruce Wayne. You can go, go yeah. in there. But like it's so good that he is. And that scene is so good. Um, the whole opening sequence, like the first scene is really good. But I just mean like the basically the start up until like I'm going to say like, yeah, that point where he meets Catwoman, like there. Yeah, that fucking incredible like so good it's just the narration and like him the the whole the riddler thing where you think you know because you see like you're seeing it through someone's point of view initially you you kind of think obviously you just see someone in an apartment you can't tell it's a kid and then they reveal that it's like two parents walking into a kid i was just like oh that's bruce wayne yeah which has to be on purpose right like that's Got to be them trying to like that's Matt Reeves trying to trick you into being like oh they're they're starting with the origin again yeah because they show two rich parents and a child without showing their faces and so it kind of instantly I just go oh that's that's the Waynes yeah and you also just assume that the perspective you're from when you find out that when you find it before you find out before you think it's the Waynes. You kind of just assume it's Batman. Yeah. And then when you think it's the Waynes, then you go, maybe it's not Batman. And then when it's revealed it's not, then you're like, oh, so we were in Batman's perspective. Because I know I was sitting there going, oh, it probably is Batman. But it had a little... Um, the thing at the bottom? Thing at the bottom that was like the, I guess like a compass. Yeah. And so I was like, oh, that would be like Batman's like goggles because he usually has that sort of shit. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that whole first sequence, just tricking you, and then him standing there watching the TV, and he walks away, and you just see oh, the eyes. You see the eyes, yeah. I was like, oh, shit. Oh, my God. So good. And, like, again, we'll jump to it uh, a bit more later, because I do want to talk about um, him more. But Paul Dano, holy shit, he was so good as Riddler. Like, he... The entire <sighs> cast was perfect. I, I don't think they could have cast him better. Genuinely not a miscasting um, anywhere. Alfred? I don't know the guy's name. It's a South African dude. Um, like Andy Serkis. Yeah. Yeah. Really good. Really good as Alfred. He's not my favorite Alfred, but not yet. Yeah, yeah but he's Because still it's like... hard to tell because they didn't do much with Alfred yeah. in that. So. But still, amazing Alfred. Um, it's a different take. Yeah. They've gone for the, like, ex-military. Like, yeah. uh, almost like the... Rather than a butler, I think he's actually... Um, security, security yeah. instead of a butler. Because he was saying, oh, I was supposed to protect them, blah, blah, blah. Mm. Not that I'm saying anything from the movie to spoil it right now, but... 
there was something where he was like, I'm supposed Just to protect them. We're already spoiling we're it. We're already spoiling it. He is... Druig is the Joker. The Maybe. Grinch. The Grinch. Yeah, you thought that was funny. I thought that was hilarious. Um, yeah, just like the whole, like obviously the whole movie was good, but the first like twenty minutes, I was like, straight away, I was like, okay, so this oh, is this is like gonna be as good as everyone's saying. Like the casting was immaculate. I already said that. The mm. fucking score. Oh, the soundtrack is the soundtrack so good. Was elite. So that's what I was gonna say before we were talking about Mandalorian. Is that our thing has been posting the Mandalorian theme on like it's anything funny. to do with me, you, and Piggy. Um, but like, I kind of want to, kind of want to post the Batman theme on things yeah, now. Well, Kara's posted the Batman theme on the photo of us too. Last shit night. is so good. It's... And that one Nirvana song that's in it. Yeah. I was like, what the fuck is Nirvana playing? Oh my God. That is such a good song choice. And yeah. like it plays at the start and the end. It's so like, oh, it's, I know. Yeah. The Batman uh, theme, I played that mashup of that and Imperial March to you, yeah. like Darth Vader's theme. But it does just on its own sound like it's that same like vibe, which I kind of love because it's like the whole point of this Batman. And I guess like they turn it around at the end, but the whole point is he's using fear like to basically to help him rather than using um, like hope, Um, which by the end of it, he kind of, he doesn't turn completely but he basically says that he doesn't have to use fear in every situation. Yeah. There's situations where he can use hope as well, and he can be a symbol of both, depending like on in that final how he like portrays it. section scene, like with the yeah, where he's like the saving news the people. Section, yeah, he was saving people. Oh yeah, so this Batman dude, it's not just like protecting us; he's helping us too. Yeah, like exactly. saving us as well as it's good for his public image because it is something they sort of touch on like a little bit at the start. Like the first cop, he was like, "Hey, you can't come in here." Like that was really good. I like that there was the divide of like most of the cops are just like, okay, he's here. It's just, and then there's a couple that are like, what is he doing? Why is he here? He's not like, he's not a cop. He's not, he's just a fucking vigilante, which is very Batman theme. Like mm. in Gotham, like we don't want Batman because he just makes our job harder. What I like is that they didn't go for a, oh, Batman is a criminal kind of. Uh, yeah. move, which obviously they do halfway through when when they start accusing him of being a criminal. But initially, they're not taking it from that perspective. Yeah. They're just being like, it's cool that he wants to help, but he's not a cop. He's not a cop, so he he's shouldn't just be a guy like, in a costume. He shouldn't be in here touching stuff and whatever. He shouldn't be touching stuff in a crime scene, you know? Which, by the way, that is another thing I really like, the contact lenses. Because that, that whole shit. scene, you're sitting there like, like, I know I was sitting there going, Oh, like, why is he not taking any, like, he's not taking any notes or anything. Like, he's not that I expect him to be there with his fucking, his notepad or, like, on his phone being, hey, give me a sec. I'm just, mm, just writing notes. Give me notes. two seconds. But, uh, like, he de- didn't seem like he was, like, um, keeping any evidence or anything to, like, use to find stuff out because he normally does that. And then he gets back to the back cave and you find out he's wearing these, like, he's contact wearing lenses. red and that POV is just, oh, so good. And also I like that the tech's not like totally unrealistic. It's like, it's still kind of dingy. Yeah. Like it's still like just a circle, like red thing. And, you know, he has to like print out the screenshot yeah, the- of it to work out the riddle and whatever. Like, I really like that. 
Um, speaking of the riddle, did you get any of them before? Not a fucking did? chance. <laughs> no way. I only got the first one. So the the heat lies he's, still. He's, yeah. I got that pretty quick. I was like, that's that's smart. And then the rest of them, no chance. I, I like tried to. I was like, hmm. And then I was like, just engrossed with the movie. And I was like, I can't like. Oh, my brain not work good. No. Uh, URL. Oh my god. So smart. So good. Um, I. Yeah, speaking of uh, the Riddles, I really liked that the Riddler was kind of, uh, like, he was there, but he actually wasn't in the movie that much. That much, yeah. You kind of just feel him there the whole time. Which is, like, a very, like, that's what he should be, because he's not really, like, the kind of bad guy who is... He's not on the front line. Yeah, he's no. he's doing weird shit in the background and hiding away. Correct. Which, yeah, all of that was so good. And he's as I like already Bang, said... He's going to fucking punch you in the face. He's... A skinny little white boy. Yeah, exactly. He's a quirked up white boy, a little bit of swag, mm. busting it down sexual style. I don't know if he had any swag. He, was uh, he had literally no literally swag. Literally no swag. He... I would fucking love if they bring him back and they do the suit yeah. instead. Oh, that would be so good. Yeah. There was like um, promotional photos where Paul Dana was like wearing a, a bright green suit. And I was like, it doesn't work in yeah, this. Yeah, it's not. But like later on, that would be so cool. I don't think anything of color would have been good in this movie. Like, no. Speaking of color, some of the lighting and like the cinematography was the um the red flare. Oh, the one scene he's carrying a red flare to like lead the people out of the fucking floods. Incredible! It was. it was so cool to seeing. They really stuck whole... with the black and red theme. Which yes. I really liked because obviously that was in all the marketing and everything like that. And they stuck with that a lot. Like yeah. they found a way to do that in so many scenes where yep. it was just the black and red. And I was like, this works so perfectly. Um, and like even just before that, like when he comes out of the water and there's the blue and red from the police car that's like crashed yeah. and that's like flashing while he's like composing himself again. Oh my God. And the shot of him right before that, where he's like hanging off the electric wire and it's from like top down and he cuts yeah. it and falls. Oh. oh, I mean, that was actually, I, I was like, why didn't he cut it below him so he doesn't fall? That would have made a lot more sense. But then also like the electrical charge still would have been going through and he might have been electrocuted, but still like. He would still have to fall unless he climbed back up it. I don't know. You can, he's got like fucking, just like use your fucking Batman tech. That's true. But, but it was like, a cool shot, like, so I don't really care. It's not even like a knock on anything from the movie because it's. Oh, so he fell into water, so it's not like yeah, that bad because it's like it's not like he was dying, but because he was just like stopping. Yeah, everyone from getting electrocuted. Exactly. Still, that I mean, that was probably my second favorite scene. Mm-hmm. Um, my favorite being the the, the car, car chase. chase. Yeah, because that was as soon as the fucking Batmobile started up, I was like. That was the other that time the you said something. I said something was, this is fucking sick. You were like, this is so fucking cool. And I was like, this is the coolest thing ever. Because it was him just revving the car up with that Batman theme, like building up as he was doing it. And I was like, oh my God. And I love that it went on for so long. Yeah. Like it felt so long, but it was like a minute. And it was just like the whole time the tension was just building. And like everyone was just so fucking tense. And then the second he starts the car, then it all just kicks off. Yeah. And I was like, that is so fucking... That whole car chase. The fucking... Even though I'd seen it, this is why I wish 
I had a way of avoiding the trailer, but it was on before every movie I've seen. Yeah. Uh, speaking of on before every movie I've seen, I'm sick of that fucking Morbius trailer. If I have to watch it one I more time. I cannot wait for Morbius I'm gonna to come kill outside. Myself. If I have to watch Morbius trailer one more time. Hey, Dr. Mike. <laughs> we should catch up sometime for whatever he says. I don't know. It's fucking stupid. Well, that's probably the next movie I'll see in cinemas anyway, so. Stupid. Surely they won't put the Morbius trailer before the Morbius movie. Oh, you never know. Um, the DC little Sting trailer before this. That was cool. Yeah, that was actually cool. The, like um, teasing the movies that are coming up. I like Flash. that. I don't give a shit about the Flash movie, I realize, but. Really? Parts of it look cool, but I'm like, oh, I care more about Black Adam than I do the Flash. That's. That's tough, but... That's tough, I guess. Anyway. They also teased this cool movie called The Batman. Kind of keen to see that one. That was... I'm going to say it. It's probably... I liked it more than the Spider-Man movie. Yeah. No Way Home. Probably yep. the best superhero movie I've seen in the last few years. It is easily the best movie I've seen at the movies for quite a long time. Yeah, like... Then again, a lot of my seen... favorite movies, I tend to miss them at the movies because I don't think anything of them. Yeah. And then they're, they're the ones that I watch later on. Like, I don't know. I'm trying to think. Like a lot of Chris Nolan stuff. Like I never yeah. saw it at the movies. Um, even like Interstellar and shit. Like I love that movie. No, I watched that at home. In so terms of like... superhero movies that I could say are up there, my favorites, Endgame, Thor Ragnarok, and The Batman. Is, I said to you that I thought this would be in my top 10. I think this is definitely top three for superhero movies. I had a look at my list last night, and I think it is probably a top five. I need to see it again to be sure, but I think just from that first viewing, it's a top five. Yeah. Like, my top five, I think, is somewhere along the lines of Logan, Ragnarok, Infinity War, and something else. Did you hear the um, the new movie that is announced, um, Lucasfilm announced? No. They're doing like a Logan style movie with um Max Rebo. <laughs> I fucking hate you. I genuinely <sighs> I just want to kill myself sometimes. Anyway, um They're not doing that by the way, where they fucking They're not doing that. I wish they would. Disney? If anybody at Disney is watching or listening to this, Max Rebo. That's all that's it, Max Rebo. That's all you're gonna Max say. Max Rebo, yeah. God, I hate you. Anyway, so back to what I was saying. Back to the good movie. Uh, I okay. So I was listening to um, you know, I, I've mentioned Hey Fam before. You have podcast. Shout out to them. Um, shout out to Hey Fam, <laughs> as if they're listening. Um, Angus on that one of the hosts, he described it as this is easily the best Batman movie, but The Dark Knight, the trilogy as a whole, but mainly The Dark Knight. Is a better movie with Batman. It's that's that is a huge call as well because um, like the Dark Knight is. They don't the feel like Batman time. movies to me now. They kind of they 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 are masterpieces. All yeah, three of them, 100%. even Dark Knight Rises, I really like. Um, they are like some of the best movies ever made, but they aren't the best Batman movies ever made. This managed to be like dark like that but accurate to the comics. Yeah. Like that was its own thing. This is so accurate to the comics. And I said to you, one of the only things I said to you about the movie last night, because we, I said to you, I didn't want to talk about it till we did this. Um, one of the best parts of this for me is the fact that where it ends, not necessarily how it ends, but just 
how this universe is set up, they can kind of do whatever they want. They could do any interpretation, any comic story at this point. Yeah. And it's probably going to work. Like they'll just do their version of it. Yeah. Um, and this is a, the, the way they've set up this universe is it's like a blend of the dark Knight, where it's trying to be realistic, but at the same time, Gotham is very obviously not a real place. Yeah. And so, I mean, this Gotham is very obviously New York. Like it, I mean, Gotham it, is already like parts of it are very much New York. The garden. They do show. They're the, literally called the, the garden, the garden. It's also set up the exact Gotham same way Square in like garden. a circle, like yeah. a circular seating. It is obviously New York, but, yeah. and like Times Square was obviously in it, but it wasn't. Times Square. It yeah, it's Gotham, Gotham Square. Square. Yeah. But it's, you know, it the universe is built in such a way that they can kind of do any characters later. Probably the only ones they can't do are, like, super-powered ones. Yeah. This universe just isn't set for that. Yeah. Um, they're not going to do, like, Poison Ivy in this universe, I'd say. Unless they did, like, a toned-down version, I guess. But in the, if they're going to do that, then don't do it. Yeah. Uh, you could do Bane because I'm assuming that was Venom. That he injected himself with at yeah. the end, uh, so you could very easily do Bane. Um, obviously, you know the Joker, which was kind of that's probably my least favorite scene of the movie. Like I, I I've thought about it. I don't, I don't like it. I think he had a good Joker laugh though. A I very good Joker laugh. Didn't mind the Joker laugh. Better than and fucking Jared Leto. I did say to you, I think it's a weird casting choice, but I trust from every other casting choice that did they he- know what they're doing. Everything else, casting-wise, was perfect that movie. Because I remember when they announced Paul Dano as fucking the Riddler. I was like, are you sure? What? <laughs> like, everyone's been wanting, like, all, like, charismatic people to do it. Like, I think, you know, I can't remember who they had at one point rumored to do it. Jim Carrey. I mean, yeah, the, people did want Jim Carrey back to do it. But, um, yeah, it's like, it was such a weird choice. And then it made total sense. When yeah. you see it and it's like, oh, okay, this adds up like a hundred percent. Um, so yeah, I'm like, I don't know. I trust their, I trust their call on the casting of, uh, I can't actually remember his name, Barry, Barry Keoghan or something like that. Is that his name? The Druig. Druig, yeah. I don't even know. Um, I just hope, um, there's a part where he smacks, a, <laughs> a redhead girl over the head with a rock. That's what I hope for. Um, but that's probably my least favorite scene in the whole movie. It felt so out of place. Like just it being there felt wrong. It kind of took me away from it a bit and I didn't love it. But I like the idea. I just think I would have preferred if they left that out completely. I still liked. Honest. I still liked the um, – I liked the scene. I didn't dislike this. I didn't love the scene. I liked it. It was what what annoys me about it. And this again, um, I'm gonna. If anyone listened to listens to Hayfam and then listens to this, they'll think I'm retreading what they said. So I'll give them credit for it. But they pointed out that the issue mainly is why do we need another Joker right now? That's a good point. Like we don't need that. Like. Not even because, like, they're obviously there's rumors that they're doing um, Joker two. Um, not even because of that. It's just like Heath Ledger was the first Joker since Jack Nicholson, and when they cast him, everyone was like, "You can't do Joker again. You can't top 
Jack Nicholson, there's no way. But like everyone, like basically viewed him as like the definitive Joker. Yeah. Obviously, Heath Ledger then topped it. But then there was such a small gap between Heath Ledger and Jared Leto, which was fucking atrocious. And then you got Jared Leto to Joaquin Phoenix, who Joaquin Phoenix won an Oscar for his. And then you jump to another one already. Like there's so many Batman villains you could do. Yeah. Dude, like cast him as like Mad Hatter. Or something. Yeah, like, do something weird. Don't do fucking Joker again. I don't like, think. I mean, I feel like there's almost definitely going to be a sequel. There, there's no way this movie doesn't mm. like make like a but so much money. The box this office movie is making so much fucking money. They have to do a sequel. It's got a crack a billion, I reckon. Yeah. Um. Um. So it's they're definitely going to make a sequel, and I don't think they should include Joker as the main villain. Like. Maybe like have a, another scene at the end of mm. the second, if they do have a second movie, which they will, have another scene at the end of it, um, similar like him like saying, hey, what's uh, what's up? Do yeah, that was a really well said sen- <laughs> sentence. Play? Being know- like, hey. Hey, my dude. You know, I think um, in terms of like villains for this universe, I think having Scarecrow would be like a really- Scarecrow could work, especially because they've already gritty, had like the drug. Yeah side of things. Um, he's just a very gritty villain. Mm. And although Riddler normally isn't that, he's more of a, they <laughs> basically just turned him into, um, also the, they turned him into Jigsaw. Yeah. From Saw, which the, um, was fine. Penguin as well. A very good penguin. Oh, um, incredible. When you compare to the Gotham TV show, mm. I haven't watched all of that, but I, I've watched a bit this of it. This made me want to watch it again. Yeah. I mean, I kind of just want to watch that show again. It's um, a fun show. Like the way they you compare those two penguins, I feel like I like this one more. Yeah, again, 100%. I haven't seen like I liked every iteration of every character in this more than I've ever liked any. Probably the only exception is Jim Gordon, but that's only because he's barely he's not he, really he's, does much. He's good in this, but like Gary Oldman in the Dark Knight trilogy is like perfect. Yeah, and same with Alfred. For me, it's like Michael Caine is such a good Alfred. Yeah. It's really hard to top that. But I think Andy Serkis has almost topped that. Oh, he, and he probably will in the yeah. it, further into it. Um, I'm glad he didn't die because I do want to see more. You're not of my him. real dad. Yeah, I, I kind of love that. <laughs> You're not my dad. <laughs> um, yeah, I. My thing with the Joker is, and again, um, they said this on HeyFam 2, where they said um, it would be kind of fun if Joker was just in the asylum the whole time. Um, Because there was a scene that was cut from this uh, where Batman went to Arkham to ask Joker about it because he's like, you're a serial killer. There's a serial killer. What does all this mean? Not like in a way of, are you involved with this? But just in a way of like, what, how do you view all of this as a guy who does it? Um, but Matt Reeves took it out because he felt like it didn't fuel the story I think, fully, yeah. which makes a lot of sense. Um, but I like the idea that Joker is just a pre-established villain in yeah. this. Well, he's done Batman for two, he's been Batman for two years in this universe. Yeah. So just say that in his first year, he fought Joker Captured him. That's it. Like, maybe he's fought him a couple of times. He knows him well. It'll also establish Harley Quinn if they want to go down that yeah, road. Yeah, exactly. That's that what would... I mean about them setting everything up. There's so much they can do now. 
with any character they want. They could bring in a Robin if they really want to. Like, it wouldn't the work kid. very well, but they could. The kid. The kid. I was thinking his... That's actually... I didn't even um, think of that. You didn't, like, they didn't say what his wife's name or maiden name was. Could very easily just, like, say the kid took... The kid's got his mum's maiden name as his... Don't name. even do... Don't even do a Grayson or, yeah, or, or a Drake. Uh, yeah. Just do, like... Like, doesn't have to be... Just do a kid that he takes in becomes a robot like that. I didn't even think of that. That's actually yeah, that's the way he like smart for made me. I thank you. The way like they made Archon to what was that kid like maybe ten? Yeah, so that so like maybe by the third movie he'd be be a robot seventeen. Just do it properly. Don't do, do like Dark Knight Rises. We've got fucking what's his name? Joseph Gordon Levitt is like what was his name? His name's like something Blake John Blake. And John then at the Blake. end, he says something like, yeah, people used to call me, people used to call me Robin. <laughs> something like that. And I was Dumb. like, ah. <laughs> and then there's that last scene in the Batcave. Yeah, yeah, as soon whatever. as like the, that's still in, that's like in the opening section of the movie still, where he like makes eye contact with a, from, with a really long time, like a mm. weirdly long time. He's like staring And obviously at the kid. he's like bonding with this kid. And then he saves his way. life as Bruce Wayne as well. Yeah, he's bonding with the kid in a way of like, I know where... Like, I've been in that situation. I know exactly what he feels like. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. That's, definitely. That's a fun idea. I didn't think of that. But, yeah, that that's the best part is that there's so much they can do now yeah. with that. And they're obviously going to. They, there's two spin-off shows. So, the Gotham Police Department one, which is set in um, Batman's first year, and then a Penguin one. Yeah. Which we don't know when that is yet. Yeah, but, but it's still awesome. And I would have been also worried did about sort that. Sort of set up the um penguin like there's like that one sort of like monologue at the, like where he sort of mentions like oh some people will use this it's going to get worse before it gets better some yeah. people will take this opportunity to grab as much power as they can yeah and it pans on to fucking penguin like you know exactly yeah. what he's doing he's obviously going to he's yeah obviously going to just he's going to go more evil because he wasn't necessarily evil yeah, yet. he was just like a bit of a drug lord yeah which he'll go worse I'm sure um. Yeah, so good. Like, I don't even know what else to say. It's just such a good fucking movie. Like, As someone who normally just, like, sees a movie and goes, yeah, I like that movie, the fact that I am going, the casting, the music, the cinematography was all fucking perfect is pretty much a sign of how good this movie was. And you think about the like, fact that, like, you don't fucking... If you I know said it's a that, different breed, yeah. but you don't talk about cinematography of Spider-Man. Like, you, like yeah. they're never... Marvel movies are never going to have, like, gorgeous cinematography because that's not what they are. Like, yeah, that's unfortunately, but like DC, as much as I hate DC sometimes, uh, because of what they do with the characters they have, um, whenever they just give someone creative control, that's when something good happens. And I think that's the benefit of everything fucking up for them. Yeah. They can just say, fuck it, do what you want. Because, like, if I think about something like, say, Peacemaker, right, where it's like, and James Gunn is a good example because he did it with Guardians of the Galaxy, he did it with Suicide Squad, he did it with Peacemaker, where it's so obvious that it wasn't like, we have to make a Peacemaker show because why the fuck would they have to make a Peacemaker show? Yeah, it's not like... it's They didn't say, we have to make a show. James Gunn said, I have an idea for a Peacemaker show. Yeah. And that's when they have the best stuff. Like, so what happened with this is originally, because this movie has been in the works for forever. Yeah. 
this movie originally was the one that Ben Affleck was directing, writing and starring in. So it was going to be like his passion project and he was like fully in on it. Yeah. And then basically eventually he pulled out of directing, uh, and I think he pulled out of writing too technically, but he'd already written the script. So he put out a directing, they brought Matt Reeves in. He looked at it and said, look, I want to make a Batman movie, but this isn't the kind of Batman movie I want to make. Yeah. Like it was, I think he described it as it was more like a James Bond, like an action, uh, action sort of movie, which would also be fun. But he was like, this isn't the movie that I would feel comfortable making. So he was basically like, let me write the movie or I'll like, I, you have to get someone else essentially, which you got I respect that from him, him not just jumping on because that happens a lot. And I think that's when you get some of the more bland yeah. movies. I like the first Ant-Man. What the fuck does she know about cameras? Anyway, I, I like the first Ant-Man movie, but, um, it, that was a case of it started off as an Edgar Wright movie and then he dropped out and they brought in Peyton Reed, I think is his name. Uh, and it just feels kind of like, not bland, but like, it's one of the mid-Marvel movies. Mid. You know? It's not going to be the worst one. It's not going to be like down in like 30 or anything on the rankings. Not Thor, The Dark World. Yeah, but it's not going to, it's never going to be in anyone's top five, I guarantee it. But, um... Might be in Paul Rudd's top five. Maybe. That's true. Probably not. Maybe just. Yeah, I'm thinking just in. the ones he's in. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe just. Endgame. Infinity War. Infinity. Well, he wasn't in Infinity War, was he? He wasn't in Infinity War. Good point. Endgame, Ant-Man, Ant-Man 2, Ant-Man 3, Civil War. That's five. So Ant-Man will be the last. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, so I kind of respect that he came in and said... I have an idea. This is my, this is my idea. I want to do something I'm passionate about because again, James Gunn came to DC. They didn't ask him to make a suicide squad movie. He said to them, I want to make a suicide squad. You guys fucked up. I got you. Yeah. He's like, I have an idea. And it's like, got into the galaxy. And also, uh, in a lot of cases, this is an exception this time, but, uh, got into the galaxy, and it kind of Suicide Squad, I guess, because of what happened with the movie, but Peacemaker particularly, they're things that no one really cares that much about. So you can, yeah, you can do, you can be more got, creative like, the with creative it. License. Like no one's going to care if you fuck up Peacemaker. Correct. Whereas like Joker and Batman are a bit If you more, fuck up Batman, you, you fucked up. You fucked up your career. Uh, fuck up Peacemaker. Who the fuck's going to care? No one cares about Peacemaker. Correct. No one's favorite character is Peacemaker. Correct. Maybe it is now. Maybe. Um, if, you, if, if, Peacemaker, if Peacemaker is your favorite character, get a new one. Get a new character. That's what I say. Did you know? Uh, you probably don't know much about Watchmen, do you? No, I don't actually. Not no. at all. So uh, in the 80s, DC bought out this, he's going to sleep. I'm going to sleep. Uh, in the 80s, DC bought up this comic company. I don't remember the name of them, but they bought up this comic company and Peacemaker was one of the characters Detective that was in comics? that. No. Um, Peacemaker was one of the characters in that. Same with Vigilante, which is his sidekick in Peacemaker. Uh, like Blue Beetle was one of them, I think. Oh, yeah. It was like a whole bunch. Um, like the question, like really random ones. Um, but Watchmen ended up being written, uh, using basically those characters, but renaming all of them. So 
not all the characters that they took, but he, um, Alan Moore, who wrote Watchmen, took a bunch of those new characters and then just like changed their names and looks and stuff and, and made his own thing. Um, the comedian in Watchmen is based on Peacemaker. Oh, nice. And so then it's gone sort of back to them using Peacemaker again. Um, but yeah, my point is, funnily enough, when you let directors do their thing, that's when they, that's when these good movies come out. Cause you're letting someone go all in and make their passion project. And like Matt Reeves has been talking about how he's fucking, he was born in 1966. And so he said he basically grew up on yeah. Batman on 66 Batman. Um, so he's like, yeah, it's, this is like my entire life. Like all I've wanted to do is this. And now he's doing it. And it's like, yeah, of course he's going to put his whole fucking Matt Reeve into it. Like, he fucking loves this character. He's not going to fuck it up. And yeah, it's so good. Yeah, like when you so just, like, fucking good. give a director like Zack Snyder the creative juices to do okay. whatever you want. That's a bad example. And make the Snyder Cut. That's a bad example. You get a great... Well, the Snyder Cut's not, it's not bad. There's a it's lot. four hours long. <laughs> it's, it's four hours of just the Justice League with a few extra things. And the Justice League wasn't a great movie. No, not at all. But that's the thing. That wasn't full creative control. Um, like I doubt they said to Matt Reeves, they're like, you have to have the Riddler. You have to have this. They would have just said, make a Batman movie. Yeah. Consult us, obviously. But Maybe like, have Batman in it a couple of make times. Make a Batman movie. Don't show Batman's cock and we'll be okay. So. You couldn't even do that. Disappointing. I wish there was Batcock. And pussy. There is. Catwoman. Ah. Oh. Um. They when you see the dead friend one. in the bag, yep, that was confronting. That's fucked up. I wasn't expecting this. I, I didn't know what I was expecting. Wasn't expecting a dead Russian chick in a bag. That was something. I like that they still managed to do it a little bit full on. And yeah. like, you know, they managed to do it in a way that they didn't have to make it uh, MA, which was fun. Yeah. Because uh, he's, it's still brutal. He still like beats the shit out of guys. You just don't see it. Nearly kills somebody. Yeah. Oh, this was another thing that they said on a different podcast I listened to. Did I need to rewatch it again to work out if it is, but the guy that he almost kills at the end when they make a big deal out of taking the mask off. Is that the guy from the funeral? I have no fucking idea who that was. Because I couldn't figure it out. I was confused as fuck. It might be. I have to check. It might be the guy that was talking to him at the funeral. You know how when he walked in, oh, he's talking yes. to that guy and he was like talking about, oh, blah, 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 oh, like well, no. bitching and moaning. All that this. makes sense that it's him. Okay. That would make sense. I had no fucking idea who it was. Right. And like they oh, make yeah, a big deal out of pulling the mask like, off. The fuck and so I was and like. I'm supposed to know who this is. It's not actually the Riddle. The Riddle's in jail already. Yeah. So I kind of like that. Yeah. Someone pointed that out. One of the podcasts I listened to, they were like, oh, I think that was the same guy. Like, that actually makes a lot of sense if it is. It does. Um, or maybe it's not. Who knows? Um, anyway, yeah. That's kind of it. That's, um, and then, obviously, if we go after the Batman, we had the Robert Pattinson party at Pebble, <laughs> Pebble Bar. Is that okay. What it's <laughs> okay, Bar. so overall thoughts on Batman. Great movie. I've already said, go see it. If you've gotten this far, you've seen it. Um, well, you've got your priorities completely wrong. Amazing. So good. Barely even talked about Zoe Kravitz as Catwoman, but my God, incredible. The scene where she was wearing the leather outfit and the pink wig. 
Brother, I'm about to bust. Um, all right. Let me just do a little. Here we go. My palm check. Uh, 51. It's under the sauce. Okay. We'll talk about. Uh, you, you can talk about it. Okay. So last week we talked about Kanye stuff. Again. And this week we're going to talk about Kanye stuff again. But cause... it's kind of not related. Uh, I gave my thoughts on Donda 2 last week. I said at this point in time, kind of mid. Uh, but oh. I thought the same about the first listening party for the first Donda. So let's wait and see. Uh, next weekend is the weekend that he originally had planned to come. Which is probably not happening. Imagine if it does. It'd be funny as I would lose my fucking shit. Anyway. Robert Pattinson had a party at Pete Davidson's Pebble Bar following the premiere of his latest film, The Batman, where he reportedly just played Kanye West's music throughout the night. Fucking incredible. Humongous dick energy. Huge dick energy. Robert Pattinson has always been, like, not always, obviously, but the last, like, five years has been a Robert Pattinson renaissance. Like, he is, he's just a funny dude to listen to. He features on a Death Group song. Did you know that? No, I didn't. Yeah, he's on a Death Grips song. Uh, Batman definitely listens to Death Grips in this universe. Definitely. Batman definitely listens to On Sight by Kanye West when he's driving the Batmobile. <laughs> 100%. <laughs> he listens to I Am A God by Kanye. Hurry up with my damn croissant. Um, yeah, he he's a funny dude. Like He said something about he made like hard style techno or something in his trailer when he was in his Batman costume. Like, in his costume. Yeah, like, he would be, like, in between, like, scenes, whatever, he'd just be, like, making hardstyle techno on set. And he's like, yeah, no, I made, like, a whole bunch. That's another thing with this, uh, bat, the Bat costume. Oh, it's so cool. It was so cool. It's such a cool It wasn't costume. too much going on. I didn't like it initially when I first saw it, and then in the movie I was like, oh, no, this is fucking It awesome. wasn't like the Dawn of Justice um, costume where it was just, like, a fucking mech suit. Donna Justice, I kind of like that suit, though. It's a cool suit, but it wasn't like... It's not a Batman suit. It's a fucking Iron Man no. suit. This suit is so fucking cool. It's like... It's very Batman-y. It's very Batman-y. He also is fucking swole. You see a couple of scenes where you got, like, they like shoot him from the back, and you see his yeah, fucking dude, back he's jacked as fuck, Holy dude. shit. I didn't even realize he has been for ages, jacked. but he got more jacked for this. But he's been jacked for a while. But, it's like, yeah, fucking awesome. I love it. Humongous dude. Humongous dick energy. You should watch... Uh, Good time with him in it. It's a good movie. I'm not watching any other movie with Rob Patton in it. I think you should. It's a good movie. Don't watch The Lighthouse. That movie's fucking weird. He fucks a mermaid. He did an interview last week where he was talking, uh, or a couple of weeks ago. It was the GQ one. And he was talking about, um, like. He fucks a mermaid? Yeah. He was talking about um, how, like, after Twilight, because I kind of, like, fucked with him. A little bit in terms of like the fame of it. He got really selective about what he was going to do. So like he would only do things that he felt like really spoke to him. And then one day he was kind of like, he kind of just went, fuck it. I'm just going to do weird shit. But I think he worded it as literally like he was like, one day I just said, fuck it. I'm going to play a guy who fucks a mermaid. Like he was just like, I'm just going to do weird shit now. Like, cause why not? That's what Daniel Radcliffe is doing too. Which I love yeah, like so the, much. The one where he is a Nazi. Which one? Um, I can't remember what it's called. Oh, he's yeah, not actually when a Nazi. He's, he's a yep. I know the one undercover you're cop. Um, yep. It's a very good yeah, movie. Yeah, he just... Uh, same deal. Where he like he did Harry Potter. 
He got all the fame and the money. And I guess that's the benefit too. You get so much money from doing something like that. Yeah, because you But then made. you are comfortable enough to kind of just wing it and do whatever for a while. Um, the fucking wingsuit. Oh, the wingsuit. After, that was so cool as well. And like when he fucking hit the, he hit the <laughs> he hit bridge and fucking, fucking ate shit. Oh my God. Awesome. Because he's still like a new at the Batman. Like he wouldn't have done that if he'd been Batman for like so five, six years. He had the fucking wingsuit. Oh. I love that it wasn't just gliding with the cape. He like pulled up the whole fucking wingsuit. Meow. Meow. Yeah, that was fucking sick. So good. Could talk about this movie forever. I fucking love it so much. I, mean, I already there's want to a lot of it, it to talk about. Um, it's three hours of it. We both had to piss in the movie, which is I'm that not was proud of big that, stress hours. I've big, never had to piss in a I movie. Had a big drink. It was a big drink. It was a big drink. And also, I'm three hours. Getting, is a I'll long get a time. small drink next time I go see it. I think I pissed in Endgame. I didn't. I in my pants oh. in Endgame. No, I think I did. Um, but I, I just, I just woman, had to run. The same as that. I just had to run. I pissed in Wonder Woman 1984. That's okay. Yeah. I didn't piss in Wonder Woman, but I did only watch an hour of it. So, really, I, I haven't finished that movie. I fucking hated it. 1984 or the the original one? 1984. The original is okay. Yeah. Mid. It's like Aquaman. It's like it's good. Disney just not Disney. They say just be mad. Just be making shit. And then they make Shazam. Yeah. And the Joker. And At least they didn't have a faceless squad. Superman in this one. That is true. But they did it two weeks ago in Peacemaker. So, <laughs> I mean, what are you going to do? Not fuck fish. Silly Aquaman. Silly you Aquaman. Fish. You can't fuck a fish. No matter how many times you want to do it. I think you can do whatever you want. That's speciality. Did you see, though, like on the red carpet for Batman, he was there Jason. and every reporter was like, what kind of fish was it? <laughs> hey, tell That's us, great. what kind of fish was it? <laughs> All right. <clears throat> Do you have any music for to play? My phone's recording, so. Oh, okay. Well. Uh, actually, I, could, I can get my phone. I can stop recording video just to play the music. I can just give you my phone. Okay. Spotify's open. Thank you. Didn't we do this last time and I found you, weird shit in your history? Oh, weird shit. It was like Peach yeah, not that weird. Yeah, it's pretty much the same. The only that, thing that, that added are Dune Rats, Jesus Walks, Kanye, the Bill Simmons podcast, part of my take, and The Mandalorian. The fucking Batman music. I cannot get over how cool that fucking was and the way they could they played it up and played it down depending on the situation. There's it. It's just... I mean, maybe skip to the good part. This is just the animated series. Ah, oh, okay. Batman, Batman. What do you mean the good part? This is literally good from the get-go. Yeah, no, but like the main... This part. Can you get copyright struck for listening to this? Okay, should I stop it? Thanks for listening. Wait, what... Thanks for listening, guys. Um, make sure to rate the, rate the podcast five stars on whatever you listen to. Give us a like and follow on TikTok. Um, follow our Instagram, Twitter. We don't have a Facebook page because who the fuck uses Facebook anymore? Um, 